Thanks to everybody for coming out this Sunday night and welcome to you. It's always a wonderful experience to be together in community and serve Krishna with our intelligence by understanding the philosophy that he imparts to us in the Bhagavad Gita. So whether you're a regular temple attendee or rarely attend the temple or this is your first time attending the temple, we welcome you and we hope that you'll feel the blessings of being Krishna's honored guests. Everything is based on the teachings of His Divine Grace, A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada, who is the founder of Charya of the International Society for Krishna Consciousness. Om Aganati Manandasyam Garangana Sarakya Chaksurin Militam Yanatash Mahi Sri Hiramayanama Sri Chaitanya Manobhisham Sthapitam Yadabhutare Sayamurvakadamiyam Garati Swaparantikam Our topic today is Krishna, or God, is connecting the dots. We all go through disappointments in life, things we just don't understand. Sometimes we make the mistakes and we bring the trouble, karmically speaking, upon our very selves. And when it happens, it's easy to get discouraged and lose your passion. But Krishna God, I'll tell you, won't allow anything to happen to you that will keep you ultimately from your purpose. He's already taken into account every bad break, every person that walked away, every mistake. But what we can't see is how he's working behind the scenes. Sometimes he even has to close some doors so that you can open bigger and better doors. Move someone out of your life because they're limiting your growth. What sometimes looks like a disappointment is the hand of God ordering your steps. Doesn't make sense now, but down the road, you'll see how if that door hadn't closed, you wouldn't have met that person. You wouldn't have gotten that job. You wouldn't have gotten that opportunity. If you only knew what Krishna was up to, you wouldn't live upset if you only knew how he's going to connect the dots in your life, how all things are going to work ultimately for your good. You'd get your passion back. Maybe you went through a loss. Right now you're discouraged, thinking that you've seen your best days. And I know that's difficult. But if you only knew that Krishna had beauty for those ashes, if you only knew the new doors that are going to open, the new friendships that are coming. If you only knew that your latter days are going to be even better than your former days. It looks right now like the end, but really it's a new beginning. The best part of your life is still out in front of you. I heard about a man named Clarence. He and his wife adopted a daughter whom they were told had emotional problems. The administrator at the orphanage frankly told Clarence that the child would be better off staying right there. But Clarence and his wife, they said that faith, love, and prayers would conquer any disabilities. And they went ahead and adopted the child. But it didn't take too long before they started thinking maybe they'd made a mistake. This year after impossible year passed, they consulted with physicians, principals, counselors, psychologists, teachers. Terms like character disorder, sociopath, psychopathic personality were used to describe their daughter's behavior. The experts all agreed that there was no hope for improvement. Over the years, Clarence and his wife prayed long and hard with no immediate observable results. Eventually, the girl ran away. A short time later, she was caught and placed in a detention center and later into a halfway house as well as foster homes. Clarence and his wife lost track of her and they lost all hope of ever seeing her again. However, years later, they managed to reestablish contact with her daughter. 
They discovered, much to their amazement, that she had finished high school, attended college, married, was raising two well-adjusted children. Claire had said, we lost faith, but God didn't. God was faithful. He never stopped answering our prayers. If we only knew what God does behind the scenes, we'd be full of peace. Whoever would have thought that their daughter could have changed so much must have been the seeds of love, concern that they planted, and their prayers that over the course of time had brought about the transformation. Can I tell you that, Krishna, God works in ways that we don't understand his ways are not our ways, and he works slowly, it's true, but surely to achieve his will in this world. What's our job? Plant seeds. Plant seeds. We can't make those seeds grow. The growth of those seeds does not take place according to our manipulations or our understanding. It's Krishna's power that brings forth the seeds. So far, as you know, scientists have not been able to create even a single synthetic seed and make it grow. But sometimes, because it takes longer than what our timetable is allowed, we lose our patience and we start to wondering what's the use. Just when we're tempted to give up, toss in the towel, say it's impossible, lo and behold, that seed starts to sprout. Krishna works in ways beyond our understanding. Perhaps you've made mistakes. You're not where you would have liked to have been in life right now at this point in time. Maybe you've started to accept that your dreams are unattainable, that you won't ever see Krishna's full favor. You're haunted by the bad decisions that you've made in the past. Just look at what I've done. <laughs> well, can I tell you those bad choices don't stop your destiny? Krishna, God knows every mistake you would ever make, every failure, and he's already lined up the restoration, the second chances. According to the great Indian epic, the Mahabharata, Yudhishthir was the elder brother of the righteous five Pandava brothers. He had it all, beautiful kingdom, wife, loving subjects, loyal brothers. He was emperor of half the world. There was Hastinapur, one kingdom, then there was Indraprast. He was the emperor of Indraprast. Now, as such, he didn't have to take orders from anyone. And nevertheless, when his uncle, Dhritarashtra from Hastinapur, invited him over there for a game of dice, and during which he would have risked losing everything, he said yes. Even the messenger that Dhritarashtra sent to invite him, his name was Vidura, and he said, Yudhisthira, let me warn you, gambling is the root of all misery. I tried to dissuade your uncle Dhritarashtra, but he wouldn't hear my advice. He sent me here to bring you to Hastinapur. It seems like your arch enemy Duryodhana wants a game in which Sukuni, a great cheater, a crooked dice player, will match his skills with yours. So Yudhisthira didn't have to come. But he had made a vow that whatever any superior, any senior to him in age would ask him to do, he would do it. He felt obliged to go. He felt that he didn't have a choice in refusing his elders' orders. And even though he was emperor of one half of the world, still Dhritarashtra was his uncle, a senior. On top of that, the warrior code at that time was never to refuse a challenge, either a fight or a gambling match. He said to himself, surely everything moves according to the will of Krishna. All powerful fate deprives us of our reason, and we move according to dictates, as if bound by a rope. 
I will come to Hastinapur at King Dhritarashtra's command. He knew that Sukuni was a crooked dice player. Sukuni was familiar with every dirty trick of the game. But Yudhisthira also knew that Krishna is ultimately behind everything. No one moves independently without the Lord's desire. If the Lord desired that Yudhisthira lose his wealth, his retainers, his kingdom, his property, then he was okay with that. He simply wanted to serve the Lord. So he accepted this as part of a divine scheme, ultimately meant for his own good. He ordered his brothers to make themselves ready to travel. And we too may be off course in some area of our life. Betrayal, victim of circumstances, pandemic. You're thinking that you've lost everything, you've missed your destiny. Well, can I tell you that if you only knew what great lengths God or Krishna is going to go to get you back on course. If you only knew that there are divine plans in place waiting to rescue you, to protect you, to restore you, to bring you back into your purpose. You can't outrun the mercy of Krishna. You can't get too far away, too far down. One devotee said, if I go to the depths of the ocean, God is there. If I go to the highest heaven, God is there. If you only knew what Krishna was going to do, how he's not just going to restore you, not just bring you out, but put you back into your purpose. If you only knew how it is that his calling in the dark times, in the midnight hour, is still on your life. The assignment he has for you didn't get canceled because you took a detour. He's still going to honor you. You're still going to see dreams come to pass. You're still going to have a healthy family. You just are lost throw after throw. He staked thousands of elephants, chariots, horses, countless other animals. He put up hundreds of thousands of soldiers with all their weaponry and armory. Precious stones, gold, valuable metals were staked by Yudhisthira. And as he became gripped by the fever of the game, all that could be heard was Yudhisthira calling out the stake and Sukuni rolling in the dice saying, I have won. And then the enemies of the Pandavas loud laughter. Sukuni repeatedly smiled and cast the dice and whatever number he called magically came up again and again. He said, I have won, I have won, I have won. Yudhisthira, it is said, played like a man possessed. He seemed intent on losing everything. He staked all of his innumerable cows, horses, sheep, goats, and having lost all of his wealth, he finally staked the kingdom itself on one last throw. Sukuni said, I have won. You've lost everything, O king. Yudhisthira's head hung down. He became covered with sweat. He thought of Krishna. If only Krishna was present, he would certainly save the day. If you only knew what Krishna is doing behind the scenes, if you only knew how he's working out his plan for your life, if you only knew how what he started, he's going to finish. If you only knew how he's fighting your battles for you, you'd trust him. You'd live from a place of peace, a place of faith. You wouldn't fight all the things you don't like, the disappointments, the delays, the betrayals. They had to happen. They were part of his plan. You couldn't step into the fullness of your destiny without him. It wasn't comfortable. It didn't make sense. But you wouldn't see your greatness without those challenges. 
You may have made mistakes, had people do you wrong, been through bad breaks, but Krishna is saying to you tonight, if you only knew what I'm about to do, if you only knew how I'm gonna make miracles out of your mistakes, if you only knew how I'm gonna restore you, heal you, still make something great out of your life. Duryodhana and Sakuni cheated, Yudhisthira and the Pandavas, in the short term, stole their kingdom, sent them into the forest, for 13 years of exile. But in the long term, Duryodhana and Sukuni were killed and the Pandavas got back twice what they had lost. We read the following description from the Mahabharata of their triumphal return to the capital city after 13 years and the great battle of Kurukshetra. Having heard that the Pandavas returning after 13 years and conquering their enemies, the citizens of Hastinapur quickly decorated the city with colorful flags and garlands. They lined the streets and threw flowers and rice as the procession passed. Seeing the five brothers again, the people felt as if their consciousness had returned to their bodies. Everybody shed tears and called out in great happiness. Yudhisthira made his way to the Kuru Grand Palace, where he was greeted by pleasing speeches made by the leading citizens. By good luck, you have returned to us after defeating your enemies. O best of kings, having regained your kingdom by virtue and prowess and the grace of God, may you remain our ruler for a hundred years. Protect your subjects like Indra protects the demigods. Now we also have had, undoubtedly, big obstacles in our lives. There are times when we can't see how we can overcome the sickness, how you can break that addiction, how you can accomplish your dreams. But if you only knew who our God is, He's not a weak, lifeless, limited God. He still subdues your enemies. He still restores to the faithful double what they lost. He still brings dead dreams back to life. He still brings you back better from the loss, better than ever before. He still defeats giants. He's still with you even during the years of exile. He's still a way maker, a promise keeper, a miracle worker. Life may have thrown you a curve. You want to settle where you are, thinking this is as good as it gets. I guess I'll just have to live with the addiction. Just accept those bad breaks that set me back. That person who walked away soured my life. Well, Krishna is saying to you tonight, if you only knew what I'm about to do, I'm about to promote you in the middle of the pandemic. I'm about to honor you in front of your enemies. I'm about to heal you despite what the doctor's report says. I'm about to free you from what looks permanent. I'm about to bring someone into your life better than that old goat or that person who walked away. If you only knew what Krishna was up to, you'd get your fire back. Those bad breaks didn't stop your purpose. The mistakes you made didn't cancel your destiny. You're about to see Krishna show up in your life. Continuing with the homecoming here, praised and reassured by the Brahmins, Yudhisthira entered the assembly hall with a cheerful mind, took his place on a golden throne. On two more golden seats facing him sat Krishna and Satyaki, while Bhima and Arjuna sat at his sides. His mother Kunti sat on a white ivory throne with the twins by her side. 
Dhritarashtra and other Kuru elders sat nearby on seats as effulgent as fire. The hall filled with a sacred sound of chants. Shraha, and the ceremony began. Yudhisthira was anointed with the holy water from seven rivers, poured from golden vessels, as well as with milk, honey, yogurt, and ghee. And after he had dressed in pure white silks and put on golden ornaments and bright flower garlands, he was seated on a handsome seat. With his wife, Draupadi, by his side, he made offerings into the sacrificial fire. When the ceremony was complete, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Lord Krishna himself, concluded the rituals by sprinkling sanctified water from a large white conch shell onto Yudhishthira's crowned head. Yudhishthira arose, king of the Kurus. The sounds of drums rattled and the hall was filled with cheers and shouts of approval. So what's our excuse then for getting stuck in the heartache the disappointments, the guilt, the shame. Should have done better. What was wrong with me? What was I thinking of? I had everything. Why did I play the game of dice? How did I get addicted to those uppers? What happened that I spent so much time traveling and so little time with my family? Can I tell you? Krishna knows you're human. Quit being so hard on yourself. Your mistake didn't stop what God has planned for your life. Why? Because I hate to break it to you, you're not that powerful. If you could stop your destiny, then none of us would get to where we're supposed to go. Now, I'm not saying to be loose and just do whatever you want, but when your heart is to please Krishna, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. When deep down you want to do the right thing, but you make mistakes, it's not going to stop your purpose. What will stop you is this. If you start living condemned, down on yourself, no passion, no dreams. That's why Krishna is saying to you today, if you only knew what I'm about to do, if you only knew the gifts I have for you, if you only knew who it is that you're talking to and whose temple you've congregated today, he's saying to you, I'm not just anyone. I'm the God who spoke worlds into existence. I flung the stars into space and I crowned each and every one of you with favor. I planned out your days for your goods. Get ready. If you've kept me first place, I'm about to do something awesome in your life. You may have had your share of setbacks. You can come up with all kinds of good reasons why you can't be happy, why you can't get married, why your business can't succeed. In our own strength, that's true. But the good news is you're not on your own. That God who breathed life in you is saying tonight, if you only knew the doors I'm going to open, if you only knew the favor I'm going to show you, the dots that I'm going to connect, those things that you didn't understand, that were painful, that weren't fair, I saw them and they're all going to work for your good. They're leading to an amazing future, something better than you've ever imagined. Back Yudhisthira and his brothers gazed at Krishna, who had been with them now for months. As soon as he had heard of their coming out of exile, he had left Dwarka to be with them, guiding them back to their former positions as rulers of the world. All the brothers knew that without Krishna, they could not possibly have succeeded. Now Krishna's work was done. 
Duryodhan and his army of invincible warriors had been overcome. Pandavas, his devotees, were the undisputed monarchs, their position now much better than before their exile. Both Hastinapur and Indraprasth, two great capitals of the world, were now under their command. But the Pandavas cared little for power, wealth, and influence. For them, the only thing that mattered was Krishna's presence and love in their lives. That was more valuable than the rulership of the earth. Yudhishthira is playing at the game of dice, losing everything, going into the forest for 13 years, returning to fight the great battle of Kurukshetra, acceptance of the throne, all had been due ultimately to his understanding that it was Krishna's plan for his life. Sometimes we get disappointed over something we've lost. We know it was a good thing, it represented favor, but we couldn't hold on to it. The door closed, the person walked away. We don't understand why it didn't work out. Why did I lose this crown in this game of dice, so to speak? It meant so much to me. But if you only knew what Krishna was about to do, if you could see the influence, the honor, the authority that's coming, you'd understand it's all part of God's plan. You have to trust him when it doesn't make sense. He's not going to take away your half of the kingdom unless he plans to restore to you the whole kingdom. If you only knew where those disappointments are leading. Like with Yudhisthira, you had to get pushed down. Krishna sends all of us our Duryodhans. They have to be jealous. They have to betray you. And it's not because Krishna's forgotten about you. It's because he's positioning you for greater influence, greater honor, greater favor. Krishna wants to know, can he trust you when half the kingdom is taken away? Will you keep a good attitude, not get bitter, not think you've seen your best days? I'm sure you just here had plenty of opportunities during 13 years of cooling his heels in the forest, twiddling his thumbs over the campfire to give up on his dream, to be down on himself, thinking that he was forgotten, living in a foreign land against his will, in exile, having been played for a sucker by his enemies. How did he stay in courage? Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Ram, Hare Ram, Ram Ram, Hare Hare. God himself says, God himself says, I'm not to be found in the kingdom of God. I'm not to be found in the hearts of the yogis. Well, God's not in his kingdom. He's not in the hearts of the yogis. Well, then where are you? Wherever two or three devotees are gathered together, chanting my holy names, there I go. I bring my big boy and I sit down for the long haul. If you only knew how Krishna is going to connect the dots for those who chant his holy names. If you only knew how high Krishna is going to take his devotees before he's finished with his plan for their life. That still small voice kept reminding you to steer in the forest that Krishna or God is still in control. That his steps were still being ordered. That what Krishna started he will finish. 
Are you discouraged today by something that didn't work out, by someone that did you wrong, or why it's taken so long? If you only knew what Krishna is up to, if you only knew the doors he's about to open, if you only knew how he's going to vindicate you, heal you, promote you, then you would trust him when you don't understand. Stay in faith when it doesn't make sense. Do the right thing when the wrong thing is happening. The fact that you lost half a kingdom, been through disappointments, betrayals, injustice, that's a sign that something awesome is on the way. What Krishna is about to do in your life will not only just make up for every wrong, every injustice, but it will be so rewarding you won't even think about what it was you lost. If you only knew what Krishna was up to, you'd always be in peace. If you only knew how he's going to connect the dots, you wouldn't fight everything that doesn't go your way. If you only knew how he's going to take your own mistakes and make miracles out of them, and how your poor choices are not going to stop your destiny, then you would get your passion back. You'd stir up your faith, start dreaming again, start hoping again, start believing again. When you take one step towards Krishna, he comes running towards you. Krishna, God, our Heavenly Father, does not judge us the way people judge us. People will write you off, discount you. Oh, you can't do anything great. You've made too many mistakes. You come from the round family. You're not talented enough. If you only knew how Krishna, your loving Father, sees you, he calls you a masterpiece. He put royal blood in your veins. He's crowned you with favor. You have the seeds of greatness on the inside. Nothing you've done has lessened your value. Nothing you've done has made him love you any the less. He's still going to make something significant out of your life. If you knew how Krishna can not only bring you out of a mess, but still do something awesome with your life, you may have plenty of reasons to think how you're limited. You think you've seen your best days and you've made too many mistakes, but Krishna is saying, if you only knew what I'm about to do to those who keep me first place, the favor, the doors, the healing, the restoration, gifts, then you would ask big. You would believe big. You'd get rid of the guilt, let go of the disappointment, what didn't work out, the mistakes you've made, and get ready for something that you have not yet seen. You'd think this is a new day. Krishna's doing a new thing. Chains that have held me back are being broken right now. Strongholds in our mind are coming down. Yes, you had a loss. And yes, maybe it was even your fault. But don't worry. If you stay in faith, keep chanting, you're about to see greater influence, greater authority, greater favor, greater peace. Krishna is going to connect the dots the bad breaks, the disappointments, the people who tried to stop you, it's all working for your good. I believe you're coming into promotion like you've never seen. Like Yudhisthira, favor that you didn't deserve. You're not only going to be restored, healed, and free, but you're going to impact your family, your city, your generation, your world in this life and the next life. Go back to home, back to God. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hari Ram, Hari Ram, Ram Ram, Hari Hari. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hari Hari. Hari Ram, Hari Ram, Ram Ram, Hari Hari.